What up, everybody? This is Jay Celine. This is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. Yo, it's your boy Giovanni Watson. Hold on. And the fans of been... This is why Michelle Williams got kicked out the group. Because <laughs> Beyonce ain't got time to start shit, and you sitting over there trying to get your moment. <laughs> What's All right. Up? So the fans have been asking us to just do a show with just you and I. Really? And because we have uh, nobody else here, it's just you and I. We've done a show with just you and I before. Yeah, I mean, we have natural chemistry. Listen, this show's a hit, people. You mm-hmm. know, we're not hiding this show from the world. Mm-hmm. We're hiding the world from the show. Come on, that sound like uh, some Drake shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got a shout out to my light-skinned brother. All right, that wasn't a colorism joke, by the way, people. Don't hit me up. But before we get into recklessness, please download, subscribe to Hollywood Unlocked and Censored on all streaming platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes. I had to say it slow because I don't remember everything. Yes, there's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. Yeah, and we love everything. Listen, did you know that we can go live on YouTube? I went live on YouTube. Oh, no, I didn't know that. And while I was live on YouTube, people were donating me money. Get the fuck out. Let me just go live on giving YouTube. Me, just giving me $20, $30, $10, $5, they, because they wanted to talk to me, and it's called Super Chat. I just what? discovered Super Chat. So listen, people, if you're listening to this. There will be more lives. I mean, I might go live right now. And a lot of people really responded very well to the call-ins. They loved it. They was like, yo, man, I was trying to call in. It was it was, it was was a good time. But I'm about to just, do you have to be verified or something on YouTube for this? I don't think so. I'm verified on YouTube, but I don't know if you need to be YouTube. But listen, people. Super chat. To the fans who super chatted me, I'm going to tattoo your names on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> but we will be doing live chats again soon, and you guys can uh, talk to me and whatever. All right, so listen, we're going to get into what we've been doing. Yes. Let me start with you because I need to remember what I've been doing. Listen, man, I have uh, – let's see. You know my life is so boring when I'm not filming. Oh, I'm shooting this new season with uh, – this new series with uh, Don Benjamin, Leanne V. Um, it's called uh, The Woods. You decide. Nice. Pretty much. Is that um, on um, the... It's on Zeus. Zeus Network. Yeah, yeah, so what it is is just like um, the audience gets to decide the fate of the characters by commenting. Oh, so it creates a fan engagement. Yeah. It's, it's really like their dope. show. Yeah, we just uh, premiered our first episode yesterday. It comes out every Wednesday. Um, and that's what's going to lead up through Halloween. And you haven't died yet? No, I haven't. Okay. Did no, Don die? I don't know. You got to <laughs> just watch it. Okay. And um, I got a... Fucking haircut. Thank you, Jesus. Let's see. Take off the hat. I mean, my, you can see it. Oh, on your face. Yeah, my whole everything. Can you just shave it all off? No, I can't. Why? Because one is for a project. Oh and my two, God. it is. We need to do a sizzle roll. It Adam is. Adam needs to cut a sizzle roll of every time you've said listen, your hair you know, is responsible. Listen, it is you know, the life of an actor is you don't see shit right away. It's a year turnaround situation. And um two girls said they like me with the with the facial hair. Okay. Yeah. So that was well, at least life. it's a little trim and cleaned up today. You're getting closer to being cleaned up. <laughs> Wait, you say I'm clean oh, I today. Got, I, I see you got the, that that bomb ass jacket. That can I just take? Okay, so a fan of mine, his Instagram is right here. I don't know who this person <laughs> so is. I never put met. It right there okay, again, Instagram is right here. Okay, there's his Instagram. This guy made this jacket. Check. I'm going to just but show everybody. Like seven, eight months ago. That shit is so dope. Look at that. Basically, it's basically a picture of me, and it says money and all the things I love. Money, it says the money team, it says Hollywood Unlocked. It's a fan uh, created the shirt. So shout out to him. Thank you very much for creating it. Um, okay, so what did I do? I did a few things. I went to um, D.C., like I said I was, and met with the president of Ghana. I saw that. Okay, listen, I have to describe this to you. I've never met, I mean, I've met George, George Bush before, but I've never, mm-hmm. never met a foreign head of state. 
mm-hmm. um, a president or a leader of a country before. So when I got there, you know, Secret Service was all over the place. They warned you, they searched you, went into his room, and he was real chill, like, what, you know, what's up? <laughs> so we start talking, and so we're putting together some plans, and I'm going to the motherland on November 14th, my first trip to Africa. He's flying you out there? Flying me, he's flying Adam, he's flying a group of people. Fucking so we're congrats. Putting, putting some stuff together. And I'm excited. You got to get those shots, though, before you go. I got to get a whole bunch of stuff. There's shots, pills. Yeah, I'm going to do all that. But yeah. we're, we're going November 14th for two weeks. And then I was invited to Dubai Fashion Week. So I think I'm going to pop over there because it's right there. I've never been to Dubai. That's fucking epic. Right. Come on, frequent flyer miles. Okay, front row. How did he smell? How did the president smell? We're not going to talk about the president of Ghana. I just want to know how he smelled. He smelled like a president. I see that you, uh, I saw that nice, you did write a nice caption about how you took the picture. I guess the picture wasn't right. Then, unbehold you, you ended up right next to the president. But even before that, my friend, uh, you know Ernesto? No. Delapaz, the videographer. Well, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he was like, let's go to Kenya. I'm working with the governor of Mubasa, blah, blah, blah. And there's all this money. I'm like, okay, cool. So I tried for two years to work with uh, these mm-hmm. folks in Kenya, and it didn't work out. And I was like, God, now you know I needed that African bag. You know that? I mean, they was talking real money. Come on, God, I need the blessing. African you know? bag. And, uh, but it didn't happen, and I was really disheartened, and I was just trying to understand why and how it didn't happen. But get into this. It didn't work out for me to work with the governor of Mubasa, but then I got the president of Ghana. Damn, see, God so God will not put a step in front of you because he may have a bigger step for you coming. Amen. So you got to have faith that that big step is coming. But that happened. But when we were in the room, the, what you were talking about on the photo, uh, we went to take the picture and I was way at the end. Like one of those things were like, when they take this picture, I'm really with them. Yeah. It's going to look like me sitting on uh front row with Nikki. Like uh-huh. I snuck in the picture. Right. So I said, uh, so they were like, the lighting's wrong. They rearranged the whole room and the president ended up right in front of me. I was like, money shot. See, look yeah. at that. Look well, at I'm God. happy. That sounds dope, man. I'm, I hope you go over there and you really make some good business moves and you bring that African bag back here to I'm me. I'm so excited. I Even more excited when I posted it and, you know, congressional friends and friends in the Senate that saw me post it, I got calls from them asking, what you doing over there in Ghana? So we're trying to form a little thing that's, it's not even little, it's really massive. It's amazing. So I'm excited to share that. And then yes. I popped over to uh, New York to go to the Global Citizen Conference, uh, Concert, Global Citizen Festival. Yeah, uh, with I, Car- I was listening Cardi to B. it on the radio. I popped up to surprise Cardi B, and we had a good time. She had a great spiel. What do you mean? About voting. She looked great. She looked great. She got the snapback. But, you know, it's so funny. I ran into my good friend, Michael Kaiser, who's the president of Atlantic Records. There's this big rumor online that I'm on payroll for Atlantic. Mm-hmm. I told him, okay, Nick, I'm past all the rumors. You need to put me on payroll mm-hmm. because I'm not. And I do want to be. I mean, we're paid media, so we should be paid. All the blogs get paid. Everybody gets paid. We are not paid by Atlantic Records, but they do need to pay us. So I would love that, Atlantic, please. So we're meeting to figure out uh, how to work together. Good. Yeah. But that's it. I mean, then I came back here and uh, I stayed in New York for a couple days. Had to go pop over and see my Dominicans real quick. <laughs> Funny story. <laughs> this is it. Funny story. My friend and I are walking down the street with our other friend who works in the industry. And he's like, where do you want to go? I said, I need to go see Dominicans right now, having withdrawals. So he says, okay, there's a Dominican strip club up the street. I'm like, take me now. So we're walking to the Dominican strip club. Why, when we walk up, is two Dominican strippers out there? I already got both their phone numbers, and I done already been private with two. Oh, that's boring. That was great, because one of them, I thought it left and went back to the Dominican Republic with his family. And where was that, in D.C. or New York? New, New York. York. Mm-hmm. Man, I haven't been to New York in so long. I got to go to Houston next week, though. For what? Canal Street promo. Okay. Yeah, just for like a day. That's good. Houston's amazing. You got to go hit a strip club while you're there. Oh, definitely. I am. Trust me. 
Is okay. that that's what V Live is? Or is that I think V Live got shut down, but I'm not sure. Oh, Haven't well, been there in a while. We'll find out. So in the news, my friend, friend to the show, friend to Hollywood Unlocked, mm-hmm. aka Cardi Wood Unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> Cardi B turned herself into police over the strip club fight. Apparently, Cardi turned herself in um, with, the, with the attack that involved the two bartenders and two strippers uh, over in New York City. She's accused of ordering the attack against the two women who have been identified as Jade and Batty G at the Angel Strip Club. It was also said that one of the bartenders believed to have slept with Cardi's husband. Mm. I don't know if it was the bartenders or the strippers, but there was a the whole rumor that Offset had cheated on Cardi with these girls. And then there's other rumors online that Nikki set it up and Nikki's paying for the girls' attorneys. And so now people are saying that Nicki Minaj may have set Cardi B up and now Nikki may be involved with Cardi being arrested and potentially going to jail. So, Well, she's been charged with two misdemeanors. <clears throat> she was questioned on two misdemeanors. I don't believe she was charged. Reckless endangerment and disorderly conduct. Yeah, so, uh, well, let me, let's get into it. First, let me say that Cardi looked amazing. She looked good as shit. If you're going to go to jail... <laughs> You better not look like hell. Oh, she looked good. She looked great. She had that I ain't worried about nothing look. I ain't worried about nothing. I ain't, is that how it go? Yeah. Okay. We got to go a little bit more, but go ahead. But she okay. looked good. Yeah, she did. But you know, I got a bone to pick with you. What's up? We had a fucking chance to really break this story before it broke two tell, days Tell prior. the story. So I get a random text. I got a new phone. So, on, of course, I'm not going to release his name, but he sends me this story saying, look, I think it would be dope for you guys to break it first, but Cardi has to turn herself in on Monday because of the Nikki stuff, Nikki's pressing charges. I was like, oh, shit, thank you. I send the story to you guys. You guys don't write it up. Well, because, okay, let me just say this. I did see it. You made sure I got the message. I just decided not to publish it Uh because I'm so over the Nikki and Cardi thing. Yeah, but this was just Cardi. No, but this was, it was, there was allegations in there about Nikki too. And here's the oh, deal. Yeah, and here's the deal. Mean. I don't want to fuel rumors unless I got to know. It has right. to come from a source that I know. Like, I not that you were giving me fake right. news, but it has to come from somebody that I know. But when you see her went to jail, you was like, damn. No, I because I had it. no, because I had actually, um, you know, I had actually ran it around a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, and I got the sense that something was going on. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I wanted to stay out of that whole back and forth thing because. It's just a lot. I felt that was the reason why. When when I didn't see it published, I, I didn't think it was, I thought it was more because you wanted to make sure it was factual, factual. Well, listen, it was one thing if Cardi B is turning herself into jail. Mm-hmm. The, the text message that you got said she's going to turn herself in, but that it was related to her throwing the shoe at Nikki. Gotcha. And so I couldn't verify that fact, gotcha. so I didn't want to publish it. Got you. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Yeah, we get criticized for everything we do, but listen, I don't really care about the criticism. You know, I want to tell people out there, it takes thick skin to do what I do. I just went and did an interview on Power 106, and they were like, God, how do you do what you do? You know, I've been through the lows, so <laughs> I, I, I am a fan of pop culture. Think about it. If you could just strip away what you think of me and what you know about me and all uh-huh. of that. I love Michael Jackson, Prince, Madonna. I love Beyonce, Kelly. I love every, I love. What about Michelle? I love Michelle, too. Okay. Only on Tuesdays and Sundays. <laughs> but I love I love pop culture. I just created a platform to tell you what I feel and think about pop culture. Right, right. As factually as I can bring it to you. Right. And, you know, the problem now is that fans are just, you know, pick a side. People just pick a side. No matter what you say about Michael Jackson, if you are a Michael Jackson fan, you will never listen to anything other than what's what's written positive about That's him. True. That's same true. With, same with Beyonce or anybody else. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, yeah, I chose not to write about that. But anyway, so she turned herself in. I don't know the status of that because, uh, you know, I haven't asked her, but it's going to be interesting to watch what happens with that. Yeah, I think she's going to be fine. It's Cardi fucking B. She walked in that jail and walked right out of it like it was a damn runway. Man claims Tupac was smuggled into Cuba with the help of <laughs> Fidel Castro. So Michael Nice claims that Tupac is alive and well after being smuggled out of America by a security team that he was a part of. He says that he took Tupac from Las Vegas to Barbados before his journey continued with Cuba to help with the help of Fidel Castro. He says that a hit had been put on Tupac and Michael was sent to get him out of the country. And he says on September 7, 1996, Tupac was shot but claims he was only injured. He says he helped Tupac leave the country before he was targeted again. What do you think about that? What in the name of what? Tupac what in the name is, of tomfoolery? <laughs> Tupac is dead. <laughs> I, I, Tupac is dead. If Tupac not dead and he's somewhere in Cuba, because you know the Cuba uh, rumor has been going around for years that he's somewhere in Cuba. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you know, legally, after you fake your own death, you have to wait seven years, and it's been way over seven years. I always wanted to have sex with Tupac because Tupac that that thug loving. Tupac, I know. <laughs> this nigga just said I've always wanted to have sex with Tupac. <laughs> there was a personal purpose of me being sad when Tupac died because there was a part of me that just wanted to see him up front. You know how you just want to smell somebody? Yeah. You know, a mix of Giorgio Armani and OG Kush. <laughs> <laughs> two, hey. pe- two people that I used to think were really sexy You're back then. You're good. I've been good. <laughs> two people back in the day that I always thought were really uh, sexy were Tupac mm-hmm. and Devontae Swing of Jodeci. That's what I'm playing in the Jodeci movie. Really? In Jesus' name, I'm just putting in the universe. You're playing him. I'm putting in the universe. Okay, well you, okay I, love, ha- you. I ha- love you, but you I, got to lose weight. I got to lose by at least 100 pounds. That's crazy. You you're going to look sick. <laughs> 50 did in his movie with. Yeah, he looks. He, he was sick in the movie, but I would definitely lose that weight for him. I could pull him off for I, sure. I could see you pull off Devontae Swing. Yeah. He has, he has green eyes. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wanted Devontae. He looked bad. He looked bad now. He looked. He got that little. He got that little <laughs> that ponytail. Barely tail. What is that? Okay, to all the women out there and, and to the fellas, <laughs> some of you fellas, how you doing? Who got the little ponytail? That little struggle. I'm gonna call it a struggle tail. Struggle tail. Yeah. Where you pull as much little hair into a place that you can and put a rubber band around it for what? He looked I, like a crackhead pooty tang. He do. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what that is, but damn, who I always wanted to I had a crush on. Just Eva Mendez, regular shit. You know, Eva Mendez is beautiful. People been in my DMs hard these last few days getting mad at me because they don't think I date black women. You don't. I do. You don't. I do. Black women just don't fuck with me. Okay, but listen, the last girls that you've had have been non-black. They've had black in them. You? Yeah, me. That's right. Come on, dude. Your jokes are so predictable. (laughs) Predictable. But no, honestly, I've I've tried to, to date and court black women, but... They don't fuck with you. You know what they say? What? You're too light-skinned. Mm. You don't look rough There enough. is a black woman out there that you could be with if you I mean, if you wanted one. I would love to date a black you woman. You don't, look, though. All about everybody that's viewing, if you are in L.A. and if you are an African-American, beautiful black woman, I would love to take you on a date. I've never, I've never been seriously in a relationship with a chocolate queen. If you are listening to the show and you are Spanish... <laughs> Or African American, <laughs> or white with swag. Oh God! I want to try. I would love to date a white woman. I would love to date anything in a gumbo pot. Asians, no need to apply. I love Asians. They got some of the best pussy. Not my type. P- 
please feel free to DM me. I am looking to get married. I want you to get married. This about you right now. I thought you would say all that shit for me. Oh no, they were setting my shit up. Oh god. Um, I want to get married. I'm ready. The other day, the other day was National Boyfriend Day. Did you? I don't have a boyfriend. You know what I put up? What? Happy fuck all that relationship and love day. <laughs> and a lot of people came back in my DMs applauding me. Why well, did? Okay. Well, listen. I hope you find love. I did. I stumbled upon a picture of Jennifer have, the other day. Have we? Wait. But before we go there, and I don't want to talk about your exes. Yeah. Because then you get depressed and call me no, talk about. Can you edit that out? <laughs> is Tupac alive or not? Can we? Did we close sorry, that out? No. Tupac is definitely dead. If anybody think that Tupac is a fucking live, you're stupid. Okay. <laughs> if that's the case, my uh, that was Presley is alive. Michael Jackson is alive. They had rumors that Michael was alive. Well, I actually just saw uh, Michael at Whole Foods. <laughs> Could you imagine if you go to Whole Foods and you in the... <laughs> no. So I'm going to just say this, and I swear to God, I'm not going to say anything else. I promise. Could you imagine if you walked up to Aretha Franklin's funeral and Michael Jackson was sitting there? Nigga, where you been? Well, you know, he used to like to go out in disguises. Right. So you never know. He might be walking amongst us. He might be in right here in the studio. That's hilarious. But Tupac is dead. Definitely dead. Do you think he's dead or alive? I don't care. All right, let's move on. You do care. Kim Kardashian reportedly doesn't support Trump, but is smart. she's smart enough to use the connection. Yes. So people are saying, um, I'm just going, I know because I talked to Kim. Kim has said she does not support Donald Trump and all of his agenda. But she's going to use her fame and her platform to get people out of prison. I love that. What do you think about that? I think that's a great thing. You got to know this shit is chess. It's not checkers. Huh? Okay. You got to know how to use that card. I've said it before. No matter what Kim does, people get mad. Anybody who's using their platform to get black people out of prison, God bless them. Because I ran into Al Sharpton at the Global Citizen Conference. <laughs> Al should be getting people out of prison, right? Was that the concert he went out there and danced on? No, he okay. didn't. Okay. But no, he should. I think he's been around a lot longer. He's a bigger pioneer. He's been around from many generations, and I don't know why he's not using this platform. Maybe he's not relevant enough to people. But black people are polarized if they go and meet with Trump. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, if I go it's to meet rap. with Trump to it's talk with him about uh, it's a rap. whatever, it's, it's a rap. rap. I'm a rap. I can, I won't, you want me to catch me within 100 feet of the White House. Wait, but what if, what if they said Donald Trump will let you come and interview him? Shouldn't I do the interview? Absolutely. Okay. And then if they say Donald Trump wants to work with you on messaging to the black community, I wouldn't do it. Ooh, that's I probably, I, I considered it when he first got there because there was conversations about me going to the White House and meeting him and all that and interviewing him. And I, I was invited to um, be with them on election night, but I just definitely thought he was going to lose. I was like, I'm not going. Yeah. I was team Hillary. Nobody wants to be affiliated with Trump. But if he did have present the opportunity for you to do a, Interview, absolutely. You could be the voice of us and really ask the shit that people want to know. Why are you doing, why are you sending out presidential alerts to my iPhone? Who gave you my number? Exactly. Right. Okay, so going back to the Global Citizen, uh, uh, I keep calling it a conference, but it was a it was a festival, concert. concert. Um, I ran into Janelle Monet and I I'm told her, I said, hey, I own Hollywood Unlocked. And she said, I really love your platform. You're a responsible journalist. I, Wow, she said that about you? I'm a responsible journalist. She must have been smoking crack. Janelle Monet, don't smoke no crack. I know. Janelle Monet, if you're listening, thank you so much for being a sweetheart. And thank you for telling me that. <laughs> it made me go back and feel like I should be a responsible journalist. Yeah. I love that. So it's in the news now. We were just talking about Kim Kardashian. It's in the news that Kenan Thompson claims that Kanye held the SNL cast hostage during his Trump rant. Oh, my so God. he was uh, so Kanye West was recently on SNL and he went on and on and on 
about Trump and and uh, all of that while he was wearing the Make America Great Again hat. Now, people have sounded off. Swiss Beats, I think, had the most eloquent reaction. Yeah. Um, he took to social and denounced Kanye's uh, comments. And Snoop said, uh, "We, uh, you know, n- fuck all that. We need some music nigger or something like that. I don't <laughs> know. We, what do you think about that? What do you think about the rant with, with him on, on uh, SNL? When I saw that, I didn't feel like I was looking at Kanye. I felt like I was looking at a robot. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like I was looking at somebody that was mentally programmed or I feel like he's he, he's back in that sunken place. Do you think we've lost Kanye West forever? Yeah. I think he's he's far gone right now. But when he gets in this crazy, decrepit headspace, he makes some of the dopest music. Mm. You know, and then did you see the interview on TMZ with himself referring to himself as a god? But here's the deal. I have mixed feelings on it. I didn't see that particular interview, but... Kanye West gave me personally a lot of confidence, not not him telling me anything, but just me watching him right. because I feel like as black men, we're not right. Yes, I'm black. Everybody keep telling me I'm not black and then I can't. They keep telling me, uh, stop talking about black people issues. You Spanish nigga. I'm black. I'm a nigga. Yeah. OK, but as black men or as black people, we are conditioned to believe we are a secondary race. Yeah. So when you claim that you're a king or a god or I mean, God is a little out there because Superhero. I said, don't put no false prophets before me. Come on now, Cole. Uh, but to claim being a king, you know, like he gave me the confidence to say, yeah, man, I fuck, I do this shit. I do this. Yeah. I'm, I, you know, I'm moving around and everybody knows Hollywood Unlocked and they know what I'm doing. I built this from scratch. I did it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I understand him saying, I feel like I am, I am a source of energy. I am powerful. I am godly, but he's not God. Yeah. He didn't say he was God. Well, the second that Kanye took them <clears throat> took that backpack off and them Carnegie sweaters, he started going to a whole different world. I missed that Kanye. But once you start getting real money in this industry and real pressure, like I put up a picture with me and the president of Ghana, and I see, I got calls from senators and congressmen asking me what am I working on. And I just I'm thinking like the pressure. I don't have the pressure of feeling like I have to be anybody than who I am. I say everything I want to say. People try to blackmail me online and I wasn't going to address this earlier but I just throw this out there recently you know there were some people trying to use their little tiny fledgling (laughs) never gonna be nothing platform to attack me Uh, and I look at I say you know what people want me to respond they had probably 382 and a half people watching that (laughs) garbage and they want me to respond but it's just like why would I shine 1.3 1.3 million, over 1.3 million, 1.4 something million followers in my whole realm of Instagram and social media on a little fledgling. I really want to know. Conversation. I want to know. Now, mind you, uh-huh. what people better remember about me, remember about me, people. I love everybody. I'm a cross between Oprah and, and Wendy Williams with a dick. The Oprah Winfrey side of me says, I love you all. Please, let's have peace. Let's have real peace. Let's literally just get along. Let's have peace in the world. But then the Wendy Williams part of me is saying, oh, I got these receipts, and I promise you I'm going to serve them like your mama got served when somebody needed to take a paternity test. No B2K. I don't want no problems with nobody. All I want to do is talk about pop culture, Mm -hmm. and I want people to just love one another. But Jesus... Now people are making personal attacks about me. The thing about me is I put everything out there. So if you're going to go get a receipt, people, you got to go to the, you can't go to Payless and get a receipt on some cheap shit. 
You got to go get the big fucking receipts. There's some big receipts out there if you can find them. You ain't going to find them because all my receipts come with the threat of being buried. So I just feel like if you go come for me, please, please get a good receipt. Not some old fake shit, fugazi shit. Oh, he said fugazi. I remember you just learned that word not too long ago. <laughs> now you're using it. I got gangsterism in my blood, I too. I see it. You know, I'm being threatened. I'm being I, I'm being attacked every day. I'm like, Jesus, for giving an opinion. But you know what mm-hmm. somebody told me before? What? Before I gave an opinion, I didn't have problems. Yeah. When you give an opinion, people will, you have problems. That's true. So you know what I want to do now? Give an opinion. Give more opinions. Uh-huh. Because God blessed me with clarity. Not the Instagram I can see influencer. It. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to little Kim who said she's going to come on our show in October. I would love to have little Kim on the show. She said she's going to come. Shout out to the queen of people rap. In the, people that's watching live right now saying that Kanye's canceled. God bless Kanye. But God anyway. God bless you, Kanye. I love you, though. So, so have you ever been... Okay, so let's go back on topic, okay? <clears throat> have you ever been in an awkward situation where you didn't agree with what was going on, but you had to stand by and support it? Yeah. Shit on the show. <laughs> with my, Well, no, with my daughter's mother and my child. You know, I let my daughter smoke weed. Her mother doesn't. So, mm. But when she's with her mom, I have to... Support what she says. Nice. Yeah, and I don't want to. Well, one time on this show, you had to go with a show that you, I think the Moniz Slaughter stuff was a lot. Oh, man. So I do, I recently. That's a good fucking example. So I reached out to Moniz via her cousin yesterday to just make amends. So I'm, I'm going to su- suggest to her that we do a sit down one on one and make up yeah. and talk about it and move she, on. And I've been doing it for like over 10 years and she hates me now. You know the thing about it is that I love you, Moniz was never a problem to me. She was just fucking with my staff and it irritated me, so I went after her. And then I was in the love and hip hop thing. So when you're in the love and hip hop thing, you end up in a war with people. You know what I'm saying? And so her and Fizz and the people that were attached to her became a part of that storyline. But I don't have no problems with the girl. And I've done a lot on the show and had a lot of conversations on the show about her. But I want to get to a place where we ain't, we definitely ain't not going to be friends. Well, let's be cordial. Let me say my apologies. You say your apologies. And let's move forward. We're grown. Well, I miss my friend. And I guess me laughing and not taking up for her, she hated that. So now she hates me. Well, duh. If I get a video of you, somebody hating on me and you not taking up for me, nigga, you're getting a phone well, call. Well, that was my first day on the show. You know, <laughs> I didn't know what to say because I didn't know. I can't sit up and tell Tank, like, no, I ain't going to let you talk. Oh, wait. Tank was your first show? Yeah. Oh, that's the most favorite show people have. I know. That was my first show. That was two years ago. Wow. Speaking of our favorite show, tomorrow you'll watch an episode with Lunell, who's our guest, who'll be here later today, who will tape and air after this show. Lunell was our first guest on Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. I think at the time she was preoccupied with other shit. She wasn't really taking it serious, but look at us now. Hey, look at God. So the other day I'm minding my fucking business, and here comes this red fucking yellow orange Cheeto President Trump sending out an alert on my phone. Did your alert, your, you, you mentioned your phone went off yeah, as well? Yeah, I mean, everybody pretty much with an iPhone, it went you, off. You know how scary it is? That means the government can contact us at any time. Yeah, they, they know got, where you are at all times. send all button. You can press one button and they go to everybody. But what was his reason before, for doing that? Because it's a, it's a new thing. Now, he, we've never had a presidential alert. Now, if he uses that button to hit us all to say he wasn't guilty during an impeachment hearing, then that's just an abuse of power because here we go. Why would you need to let us know that there's an emergency? I mean, we have the emergency broadcast system. We already have things in place. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. does the president need one? He was just trying to see if the shit worked. He was at the house, twiddling his fingers, bored. Eating McDonald's. 
<laughs> Probably so. Looking for Melania. Melania. That was pretty good. Where you at, girl? <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> I, is it bad? To, is it wrong for me to say I, I fuck Shadow Melania? I think that we have 62% of our audience female, and we should stop saying how you're going to fuck up the shit out of anybody. People are tired of hearing that. I'm me. not. <laughs> niggas, Listen, I've had a nigga sitting in front of me with something in his mouth. Get it out your mouth. You see, I played that shit off, turned it to a beatbox. Listen, I'm not getting sex, Jason. Huh? I'm, I have not been having sex. When was the last time you had sex? A minute ago. Long like, time ago. Really? Yeah, by choice. Mm, like how long ago? About a month. So what are you doing? What you think? Damn. But I'm sorry for ladies. I apologize for my mouth. Yeah, the women don't want to hear that anymore. Well, not the DMs tell me, but continue on. Okay, so um, if you could send one message out to the entire country, what would it say? I'll tell you what mine would say. I can't say mine. Let me tell you what mine would say. Go ahead. Log into YouTube on Monday night at 8 p.m. <laughs> and super chat me $100. How much money did you make? I don't know, a couple hundred. Damn. What but would I say? Listen, thank, I didn't even ask for it. Then I then when they started sending I was like, well, let me see how I could pass this collection plate around. I can't believe that. I'm going to do that tonight. What would I say? What would I send out? I don't know. Just please don't send out nudes. I'm sick and tired of people sending me your nudes. All right, so Toys R Us may be reopening again. Uh, what 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 store from your childhood do you wish would open its doors again? Discovery Zone. Oh my God, I hated Discovery Zone. I loved it. Or well, Celebration Station. That was a Midwest thing. Mm. Discovery Zone. That was my shit. We used to have a little golf spot called Golfland in Stockton. We used to just golf, miniature golf. That's boring. You know, shoot it in the dragon's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I would open back up for sure. Okay, so designer tried to punch a fan for calling him a knockoff version of Future. What's the rudest thing a fan has ever said to you? Me? Yes. That I was dumb and I couldn't read. Really? Yeah, it was one of the fucking comments in, on our channel. Damn. Asshole. The, I'll be honest with you. I can't answer this question because there are so many. <laughs> I've had a lot of people tell me a lot of things, but something that somebody said to me the other day really bothered me, and I was going to respond to them, but I didn't. It was this ugly-ass motherfucker with blonde hair and the worst, worst receding hairline who slid in my DMs and said, let me fuck you. And I was really offended. Because <laughs> he was ugly? You're not going to fuck me. And you, on top of that, you look like you should be. You look like you should be fucking a restart button on your life. Hilarious! Damn, that was a good one. It was bad. That was a. That was a good one. <laughs> I got a bell in my house that says "Ring for a blowjob." It's in my kitchen. I pull it out. That's a good time. idea. Yeah, so I go to uh, season thirteen of Wildin' Out in Atlanta. Um, I leave for Atlanta, and then um, congrats! I'll man. be there for another month. Shooting. Damn, this is the third season. I in need this to get year. on this fucking show. Talk to Nick. I mean, he was. I did go to playoffs for the uh, after party of the show, but it was so packed at his table. I just said what up to him. He showed mad love and Brittany Lane, and then I left. I'm not about to talk about that in the club. Well, they invited me to go to a couple shows on the tour and come out and do my thing. L.A. being one of them, Sacramento being another. But the rate was low. And here's the deal, people. I got to get my rate up. So if the I mean. The exposure is great, but I'm over that. I have my own platform to give exposure. So shout out to Rip Michaels who wanted me on the tour for those two days. But instead, I went to go party with the president of Kenya. I mean, uh, Ghana. There you go. 
Uh, Moving on, Lord, Jason. So, what do you think about that though? I'm sick of these rappers beating up get, uh, fans. Yeah, I think um, they need to just pull the reins back and stop acting out of emotion. I realized in my life that's a lot what I used to do, and the reason why I got into a lot of trouble that I did because I would act out of emotion and not logic. So, I mm. think they should just. Uh, and then, uh, of course, alcohol has a lot to do with it as well. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Some of these, you know, these rappers that got all these emotional problems, if you hit me. I'm suing. That's what you're going to say. You you took the words right out of my mouth. Because I do. you was about to say that. If you attack me, I'm suing your ass. If your friends attack me, it's collusion and you conspired. I'm coming for that ass. First of all, I'm going to sit online every day. I'm going to create a whole show out of it. 30 days until count. 30 day countdown until you're sent to prison. Something. You're going down. No, you're suing for a bag. People can say, oh, you're a snitch. Mm-hmm. You can put rat emojis on me all day long. I'm sending you to jail because your favorite artist is going to be sitting there in shackles. I'm going to be like, your honor, he did it. Wow. You ain't got no problem pointing shit. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish revealed that she was almost a cast member on Flavor of Love. Oh, wow. I saw that. I Could you imagine fun. her and New York going after each other? I was almost on I Love New York. Really? Yeah, I auditioned for that shit, and I had like four callbacks. But could you imagine? So glad could I you, didn't make could, that show. Look at how God works. I know. If she would have got that job, she would not be where she is right no, now. No, that's not true. That is true because there was a a, a, a reality member, uh, Amy Chung. I think she was on the Real World, and she's Real she, World and Flavor of Love, uh, two different well, things. Tammy Roman was also on Real World, Flavor oh. of Love. Y'all was fighting for Flavor's love. Damn, bless you, Tiffany. I, I went that route, too. I was like, damn, man, I just need an outlet. But I'm glad she didn't make it, and I'm glad I didn't make it. New York, there was a video that just surfaced recently where she was interviewing by some, interviewed by somebody. She said Flavor had a big weenie. That wouldn't have changed nothing for me. That Flavor Flav had a big old thing. Could was, you imagine? Was, Fla- I can't first imagine. Of all, Fla- I can't. Flavor looks like an employee in the back of a morgue. <laughs> oh. You know, like the old employees that sweep up the back. Shit. But I wonder how many women would look at that guy and say, look, he may not have a promising career. He may sweep up behind dead bodies, but he got a big old dick, so I'm going to take him home with me. That's Girls be out there. Girls don't be giving a fuck how niggas look as long as they got a big old dick and all they can fuck good. A big dick will keep you out the streets. Absolutely. Now, if you got a little dick and no talent and no career and no education, you're going to kill yourself. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. All right, cool. More, more guests, <laughs> more homeowners are getting rid of guest rooms because they don't want people staying at their house. I understand that. Yeah, I get it. It's the same reason why I don't get nice, comfortable couches. I don't want people stay, getting too comfortable in my crib. Let me tell you the secret to that. Get you a nice, comfortable, expensive couch, and then you say, my couch is too expensive for people to sleep on. That's what I do. Yeah, my good friend T- Taz, the Taco Tuesday night, I've invited you. She don't let nobody sit on her couch at all. You can't put cups down You can't on sit tables. on the couch? Her house is fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I well, see why. After I go out there and do all this amazing work in Ghana, I plan to come back and live the same. We'll come back with some vibranium. <laughs> There's no Wakanda. <laughs> all right. So if someone asked you to be your apprentice and learn all that you know, what would you tell them? What would I teach them? Yeah. Um how to be a light to people, the life of the party. Mm. Always the one that's high spirits and just outgoing. More of an introvert. A lot of people ask me, like, how do you, like, every time you walk in, it's like you, people just gravitate to your light. And that's something I used to pray for, that God just allowed me to be a light to people. But I also feel like I could teach it as well. I would teach them that you don't teach anybody everything. Ah, that was deep. 
<laughs> that was good. I got two amazing guests that I want to talk to because me being an actor, I just thought it would be right if I'd be the only one to talk to him because you know Jason knows shit about acting <laughs> or being an actor. Man, we got Holito McCollum and Josiah Don Martin in the building. Y'all yeah. welcome to the show. Thank, thank you, you for coming, thank, man. Thank you for having us. Appreciate it. No that. problem, Appreciate man. That. How y'all doing today? All is great, bro. All is great. I just moved out here to LA not too long ago, so you know. Just enjoying this L.A. life. Okay, I see that. You from Brooklyn, New York? Yeah, born and raised, yeah. I can hear it. (laughs) How was that? Where you from? Where you from, uh, Josiah? I'm from from York, Pennsylvania. Okay. I'm just happy to be on this L.A. weather. Yeah, that's a fact. So how long you been out here now? Well, I don't live out here. I just oh. came out here to handle some BI and to come see y'all good people. BI, yeah. that means business for all the white people that's watching. That <laughs> I means business. And uh, yeah. how long you been out here now since you Shit, moved? Uh, five months. Five months? Yeah, man. Welcome, man. I hope Thank you got you. your spiritual armor yeah. on, man. Yeah, I do. I always, I, I feel like I got uh, prepared in life yeah. prior to making it. I, I should have been out here, shit, 15 years now. Well, shoot. I mean, one of the biggest shows in the world at a point in time you were on, didn't they shoot yeah. that in New York? We, nah, we shot in Baltimore, actually. People yeah. don't know. They talking about what show. He was on The Wire. Yeah. How long yeah. was you on that Wire? Were you a series uh, man, regular reoccurring? Seasons. Yeah, series regular. We were, uh, actually, I was actually one of the main characters for season four and uh, season five. They just brought me on for uh, one episode just mm-hmm. to, to Come back all around and bring it full circle. Back. So here's the crazy thing: you want you gonna really get mad at me when I tell you this? <laughs> I've never I never watched The Wire. Oh man, I never oh, watched man. The Wire, but it's I heard a, it was the shit. Like, yeah, so The Wire was one of those shows where it was sort of like a um, kind of word of mouth kind of show. When yeah. we were on TV, we did well, but it, it you know when my season came, season four, that's when they introduced myself, uh, mm-hmm. Mac Wild's character, and that's my boy, my other two dudes. Uh, Jermaine and Maestro, shout out Maestro, he he doing. He still well look here. the same. Still look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when they introduced our characters, that's when we uh, we did like TRL and we brought we they brought us on 106 in Park. So it opened mm-hmm. us up to more of a wider variety, um, a wider range. So, mm-hmm. uh, but it's one of those shows where you know just like we having this conversation now, you probably go watch it. And yeah, you tell your people, and, and, you know what I mean, and, and get hooked. Right. Well, here's uh, the thing. The, uh, from what I hear, The Wire set up a lot of people for success. Oh, like Idris Elba, I heard, was on yeah, there. That was uh, his, uh, Mac Wiles is one of my good, closest friends. Yeah. Um, Maestro, uh, Maestro, we yeah. did on Unsolved together. Okay. So oh, that's no. small. I mean, do you... Michael that, B. Jordan? Michael B. Jordan, I heard... Yeah. I remember, yeah. yeah. And who? Snoop. Oh, from old girl yeah. from Love and Hip Hop, yeah, right? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. The music, that girl, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, do you ever think, like, sometime, like, because they're, we're in this era where they're trying to do these reboots, do you ever think that the petition should go around to get The Wire brought back? See, or? that's the thing. It was, uh, so th- the thing about The Wire is it got canceled every season. <laughs> so, every season we had to fight for another season just because of the content, what we were talking about. Uh, they were. Like, you know, they were putting everybody on blast for the mm-hmm. way the politicians and really run the, the cities, the way the police force really run that, the school system my season, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so people were scared of it, you know what I mean? And uh, so every year we had to fight. And so once they got to there, he always, David Simon, amazing creator, once we got to five seasons, he was like, I'm good. Because after our season, and that's when it really blew up. Is that up. syndication after yeah, five seasons? Yeah, we, we were on BT uh for, they, BT reruns it a lot, uh, a bunch of other places. But after he got his five seasons, he was like, "I'm good." And because they, they wanted, they wanted a lot more. Man, a that. lot of black shows don't even make it that far. Right, right. So for it to be a show that got to five seasons, and you know these geniuses, they come up with the ideas. Like he had all five seasons planned, mm-hmm. but he just had to fight for every season. So when he got to five, he was like, "I'm done." He's done. I mean, a lot and of- I think it, I, I, you know, there's some shows that are. 
they do well when they reboot them, but The Wire is a show you can't touch that. I mean, Rush Hour was trash, <laughs> and Justin Hires is one of my good friends. I, that that reboot was trash. I know they're talking about this Martin reboot, which it might not don't happen. Don't do it. He said, "Don't That's do it." That's my favorite show of all Me time. Me too. Bro. I mean, where can you start at? If you leaving it, you leaving There's Tommy's no funeral. There's no Tommy. That's you, what I'm saying, man. First episode, you got to be leaving Tommy's funeral. Gotta be. Man. I'm a Seinfeld fan. If they brought that back, I'm watching. You like Seinfeld? I couldn't That's get into that show. shit. Seinfeld. So I love The Office though And they're bringing The Office back I ain't I heard Oh And that's shit. one of my favorite shows but, I didn't know that Yeah they're bringing it back And I think in a different way though I don't believe the The main cast is gonna be on So it's like things like that Where I'm like it's, You know The Wire We started yeah. this This uh, this culture of How long goes that? You know It's been off air 10 years now So Shit Yeah man 15 years man That one to say Michael B. Jordan And, and Creed Oh, that's that's in drunk. that's in the yeah, wire. Yeah, that's a whole yeah, different brother. Shout out to Mike, man. I'm super proud of what he's doing. Also, Michael K. Williams. I mean, literally, oh, our yeah. cast has been like mm-hmm. doing the phenomenal things. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, <clears throat> shout out to Mike though, because he's he's the biggest actor. You know, right American now, actors. in the world right now. Oh, they oh. Okay, so um, <laughs> you know, I've been at Equinox, and you've been on Beachbody on Demand. So tell everybody about Beachbody on Demand. Jim. Listen, you guys have heard us talk about Beachbody on Demand for some time. Have you gotten your free trial yet? I'm sure some of you have. I'm sure some of you haven't. Listen, this is the company that has brought you the success of P90X, Insanity, 21 Day Fix, T25, Brazilian Butt Lift, Payo, and more. It has world-class trainers that get you motivated, that get you pumped every day. And you can access this from anything, from a smart TV, your your smartphone, your iPad, so on and so forth to get on. And we love Shanti. Shanti is a friend to, friend to the show, and he's a friend to L.A. We love Shanti. He's one of the people that um, have a program within the company. But listen, folks, it's not all about working out in the gym. you got to have help with your nutrition. Yes. And Beachbody On Demand does a great job of helping you with your nutritional needs as well. Mm-hmm. There are a dozen easy-to-follow meal plans and hundreds, hundreds of, de- of delicious recipes. Yeah, and you can work out on your schedule, okay? Workouts as short as 10 minutes and don't require any equipment. So, therefore, there are no excuses, people, all right? So, right now, you're listening to the best deal in fitness. Right now, our listeners can try Beachbody on demand. Right now, mm-hmm. absolutely free. That's Tell right. them how, Gio. So, right now, you can get a special free trial membership when you text UNLOCK to 303030. That's 303030. You'll get full access to the entire platform for free, all the workouts, all the nutrition information and support, totally free. Again, just text UNLOCK to 30303030. Go get in shape, y'all. Josiah, man, tell me a little bit about yourself, man. How did you come to meet this brother right here? Yeah. Julito. Oh. And by the way, Julito, yeah. you got to pronounce your full name, man. Julito McCullough. So, so Uriel? Oh, 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 oh the, the, that name. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, my, my real name, my uh, government name is uh, Uriel de Jesus Almanza Torres McCullum. So, you've Colombian descent. Yeah. I just thought you was a nigga. <laughs> nah, bro. My dad, uh, he was full Colombian. He passed away when I was like two. RP. Uh, yeah, but yeah, full Colombian, bro. Dope. Why? Well, Joe, t- tell me how you came about to meeting this young man here, or well, just tell me about yourself, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm from Pennsylvania. Uh, East Coast, born and raised. I'm super East Coast biased for everything. <laughs> I can hear it. Super fact. But yeah, I worked in music for years after I got out of school. I went to college, grad school, all that mm-hmm. student loan stuff we don't even discuss. <laughs> and then um, after I got out of music, most recently this year, we had a bunch of ideas written down, you know, stockpiled. So mm-hmm. for this one, I just knew to reach out to Alito because I feel like he's a young, talented actor. He didn't really get his big 
like start like how Michael B. Right. Jordan's on top. Of right. the like he's about to get his good. You know what I mean, a big break. I want to be a, pe- a part of that. Right. And, um, so people, when he says this one, they got this amazing film that they they shot called God Bless You. Yeah. So that's why I said this one. So go yeah, ahead, Joe. Me. Yeah. This uh, God Bless You. Uh, basically, we. we when did we link? Like January? Yeah, it was. It was yeah, January. about January. It was a fast process because Julito was in the middle of doing other projects and he was about to move um, to LA. So I reached out to him about January and we started pre production in March. We shot in three days in April yeah, and got was, everything done. We had a dope director. Yeah. How many pages? Uh, It was 30. It was like 30. 35. And then on, on, on set, we added. It's like a, it's a short film. Got you. Yeah, like yeah, 40 yeah. minutes, but yeah. we added as. um. When we got there, we also added some some scenes. Yeah, on the you know just to yeah. you know to enhance. And we it. got an amazing cast, man. We have uh, Andrea Rachel from uh, Power, and also the, the Deuce, Deuce Yah Joseph. He was also on Power uh, as Biscuit, and uh, my my home girl. She's a new up and coming actress, amazing. Brittany, Brittany Chance. Uh, mm-hmm. We got an amazing cast, and I and when he hollered at me, you know what I mean. I, you know, he, like he said, he believed in me, and I just. I've been writing for a long, like four four years, uh, you know, and I know I wanted to take it to another level. And mm-hmm. he's the see the reason why I, I fucked with him was because I've had millions of people hit me up and let's work and let's do this. But he came, he had a budget, he, he had an idea that was solid. He had craft services, yeah, we yeah, had craft fine. services. Shout out director, my so man funny. Boogie, 100%. Boogie, uh, Boogie, he's Spike Spike Lee's protege. He worked mm-hmm. on all the Spike Lee films, um, and now he's doing his own directing. He AD'd all the stuff. So are Spike you leading this? I'm the lead. All right, uh, so tell me a little bit about the film, why you wrote this film, why it's important for our culture. Um, I think it's super important to the culture because too often we have people outside of our culture trying to like dictate our narratives and tell our own narratives, and they're really not accurate, or they put us in a box when it only could be something street. 100%. And it's like, we're, we're from that, so we don't always got to keep, even on the, like, we could show that narrative, but let's 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 chill on that for a second. Let's show that we're actually part of the other pop, the general population of the world. So this population, especially with like women regaining their voices and getting a lot of power back, uh, it I was, love that. Yeah, because it's important. Because at the end of the day, women are the everything, the foundation, yeah. foundation, everything. Foundation, wow. You know, so let's bring it back to where we're we're protective of them too. We're not just watching things happen. Yeah. So. It's a serious movie. I wasn't gonna do a comedy. I was supposed to do a drama first because I feel like I wanted to captivate people first. Because yeah, like um, Jordan Peele, get out. Yeah, captivate them first. Yeah, it's it's a microwave era. Five minutes and it's done. So mm-hmm. if you do comedy, it's like it's funny, but it's here today, going tomorrow. Yeah. But you want to give them something they can live with, right? You know? Substance, substance. So what's the film about? Um, it's about a young man who he just did some time. He reentered society. His home life, as he left it, has changed. Mm. Um. And there's a there's a dark conflict with his sister's boyfriend and his younger sister. I don't want to give it all right, away, right, right, because it's a short. Mm-hmm. But and then his conflict is how do I handle it as big bro? Yeah. Also, I don't want to go back to the you know joint. Yeah, yeah. I want to go back to the you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but it's like how do I handle that? Um, I, 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 play, I believe it's a oh go ahead. What I was gonna say? Um, I play his best friend in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. His name is Malik in the film. I play TikTok. <laughs> I've been home the whole time, but I didn't know this was going on. He comes. And like his yeah. whole world, he as soon as he comes home, is super optimistic, but then it gets dark as soon as he finds out 
what has been taking place. Yeah. Got you. So are both of you fathers? Yeah. Facts. Yeah. To boys or girls? I got boys. I have daughters, man. Yeah. All right. Well, we know you was a dog. The women growing up. <laughs> I'm a father to a daughter myself. Oh man, so you know how it goes. So is this something that you would want your kids to watch and sit down and watch? Not right now. I told my son, shout out Isaiah. I, sh- I told my son, I said it's, it's rated R. You can't okay. watch it because it's like. But later on, do you think it's a film that his, he can learn something 100%, from? 100%. Yeah, because ultimately, too, I believe it's a film about choices, the choices we make and the consequences of those choices. Each character in the, sh- in the, uh, in the film, have they deal with the consequences of their actions. And ultimately, I, as we can see with the world, the whole Me Too movement, these folks out here dealing with their consequences. And, uh, you know, these people that have been you know, victimizing women and, and doing them wrong and it's now coming to light and these men got to deal with their consequences. So, yeah. and, to, I, and I think we don't see it too often in our culture. Yeah, yeah we're, these narratives are in our lives too, but people outside the culture, they want to keep us in one realm, shoot them up, bang, bang. Mm. That's, it's quiet for that yeah, right and now. And it's not that. And at the same time, it's like a lot of women who do fall victim to things, they're not able to express their stories, which is why it takes 20, 30 or never to ever be discussed. Oh, you know so now, okay, so now you're being the narrator, narrator of why sometimes it takes so long for women to come out. Yeah. Because a lot of people think, a lot of people oh, why wait 40, 50 years to come out and say some shit when 100%. you could have said it then? A lot of people don't have men of respect that they can reach out to. Yeah. So our job, he's a daddy, got daughters, I got mad nieces. You know, our job is to be men of respect and know that you can approach us and you can approach us and we're going to handle it accordingly. Now, I'm not 100%. advocating one way or the other, but it'll be handled accordingly. Love right. that. You feel me? So Love that. You got to watch it to see how it's handled. But, you know. Because <laughs> right. it's handled. Yeah. It's handled. Do you have a yeah. website for it right now? Um, Play Lotto Studios, my company. Um, okay. That's, that should be launched. Play Lotto Studios. Play Lotto Studios. What was the meaning behind that name? Play Lotto, basically, I'm going to keep it 100. In high school, I used to say Play Lotto. Like, if I was going to go highlight a chick, Bet. I'd, I'd be like, yeah, go Play Lotto. Like, you want your know, chance? You might get it. Exactly. If, if I don't get her, if I don't holler, I'm gonna be sick. Like man, I should yeah. scream. But if I do holler and I get her, I'm good. If she diss me, I'm good too because I know what happened. <laughs> so basically, play lotto just means take a chance. Love yeah. that. Because at the end of the day, what we got? Yeah. <laughs> we young right. and black. Everything is on us. Yeah. Right. And we we wanted to come here first. One, me being in L. A. Now, and we support everything y'all do over here, at Hollywood. Thank Unlocked. you, man. And we wanted oh, to bring it here before we <laughs> make those major major announcements to where it will be released. And but it will be out. Uh, Available before the end of the year But yes, listen man we, we really appreciate you guys And we want to be a you, part man. of something That's going to be monumental Just not to the world But to our culture 100%. And to each other man And um, just each one of you Tell them your Instagram Spell that shit out Yeah And tell them how they can contact you And um, we want to keep And we're going to keep you guys Up to date on God bless you As they give us information We will definitely give 100%. you The information to keep yeah. you guys abreast So go ahead tell 100%. them man Yeah you can check me out All my platforms Is I am Julito I I A M J U L I T O. I'm on everything, and I got a lot of really big things coming out. But yeah, watch all my stuff that's out now. Watch Brotherly Love on Netflix. Yo, I meant to so, ask you about yeah. that, man. That's one of my favorite fucking Netflix oh, movies, man. man. Appreciate that, uh, bro. Me and Nafisa Williams. Oh, shout out, um, We did two films together. One restore me. She played my wife, and another one called um, The Dirty Thirty. Okay. Yeah, okay. and man, I, she's to a see beast, her, bro. To see her grow up and oh, grow man. is amazing. And uh, Quincy bodied that. That was just a good Quincy fucking movie. Quincy did amazing, yeah. bro. And we... What was you? 
Oh, you was a nigga with the braids? Yeah, I was the one oh, who was shot. Yeah. Shit. He was the one clapping everything. <laughs> yeah, me and me. And shout out Corey. We were, we were beefing the whole movie. We had Corey on the show not too long ago. He's a fucking animal with the acting, bro. Oh, man. Now, I, now yeah. this nigga look familiar. He cut his hair off. <laughs> yeah, I did cut my hair off. Yo, Yo I ain't gonna lie, nigga. You nice with the chops for uh, the acting, nah, bro. I appreciate that, King. Appreciate that. Because you, you play as with, well, man. You I played like... Tiana Taylor's cousin in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Inevitable Defeat of Mr. MP. The Inevitable Defeat of Mr. I heard about that. I haven't seen That's it yet. Myself, uh, Jennifer Hudson, uh, Jeffrey Wright, uh, Anthony Mackie, and Jordan Sparks. That movie was fire. Oh, yeah. they had a budget. That was oh, fire. yeah, yeah. We we did well. We that was did like well. the best movie that year. Easy. Yeah, and it was led by these two kids, uh, Ethan, Ethan DeZone and Skylin Brooks. Skylin is from Get Out, um, The Get Down on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, I hate that cast with that. <laughs> But uh, yo, sad. these two kids at the time, I believe Skyland was like eleven, and Ethan was like nine, and they led this movie with all these powerful actors. They were the leads every single scene. The ki- kids, the, the two kids. What's the name and of it? The, the inevitable, inevitable defeat of Mister and Pete. And, and when I mean that. they bodied this shit, bro. Literally, and no I'm kids. not being biased. Yeah. Every single time I we screened it at Sundance, <laughs> they won one of the biggest awards at Sundance. Yo, every time I watch it. He's like, it, I got to pull up. It's amazing, crazy. bro. I'm and for crazy. that, and you know, we did like a selected theaters release and that yeah. did what it did. Uh, Is it on Alicia Netflix? Keys was the producer. It was on Netflix and then they took it off. Um, <sighs> I'm not sure why, but amazing film. So that's on On Demand, DVD, all that. Please watch that as well. Oh, and, crazy. You know, go watch The Wire, man. And Josiah, what about you? I can find you, man. Tell him, show him. Oh, um, everything for me, basically. Uh, people's underscore Hernandez on Instagram. That's people's spell regular. Wait, underscore I'm Hernandez. confused. Why y'all niggas look like niggas, but y'all got these old Hispanic ass last <laughs> oh, names? Nah, Hernandez, really Hernandez is not my real last name, but I don't even. I, I, you I'm first just, generation my, my, American Venezuela. My pops from Venezuela, yeah. yeah. You speak Spanish? Not a lot, but my parents do, so you know what I'm Damn. saying? Damn. My pops didn't know English, man. Yeah, see? So that's, yeah. God we, is so my good. Pop, my pops Word, grew up in Brooklyn and got deported. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, you know, his pops came from over there and yeah. then came to, yeah. to Brooklyn. Yeah, my pops so kind of re- it's like reverse. Uh, Pablo in the 80s. And before and the people watch this, I'm out, damn Giovanni, you know it's so you know, you ain't gotta be all light skinned and be Hispanic. <laughs> yeah, come on, I man. know I'm just playing. I know. <laughs> I know some I've seen I, that the Los Alonzo episode. They was mad at you on the comments. Yeah, they always <laughs> be mad at me, man. Like, you know, I, I know like I didn't know Fab was Dominican yeah. and Noriega and yeah. shit. That's crazy. Yeah, my mom was from Ponce, Puerto Rico. Yeah, oh, you know what I'm saying? Rest so. Nah, but I'm the same way, bro. I don't know my culture like that. Yeah. I'm learning it. Yeah. You know, I just I, met my families. I'm, I'm meeting them currently. As I said, he passed when I was two. Yeah, after I'm my still, mom passed, I'm yeah. start, I started meeting all my, my yeah. Puerto Rican. Yeah, we learning, side. bro. We go, yeah. we, we go, go to, we go, go to, uh, what's her name? What's the, the teach you Spanish? Oh, Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone. We gonna go holler at Rosetta Stone, Hey, I know Stone, enough bro. to get the puss. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to run up under my mom when I was young, so like I learned a lot, like just being with my, I was like right. mama's boy when I was young, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. You know how that go. I was in Cuba doing my thing for like four days last year. Love it. <laughs> yeah, pe- people's underscore uh, Hernandez on Instagram yeah. and at, at Play Lotto Studios on Instagram. You know what I mean? Shout out Z Rich. He did all the music for the film. Dope. Well, listen, man. We thank y'all for coming by. Appreciate that. This will not be the last time. Definitely when 100%. we got a different, you know, a, a solid date. Yeah. And you or act, an, I, so um, come hop in a project, hey, man. Oh, hey, man. Soon. I love to work, bro. And, I, and we do good business over at Play If Lotto. it's $5,000 <laughs> budget or $5 million or $50 million, I'm in there yeah. as long as the script good. good so yeah man make sure y'all follow these bars we're gonna keep y'all abreast so god bless you thank you guys for coming appreciate, appreciate that get right back y'all appreciate that